Hi all, this is RV Empath, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RV Empath for the highly sensitive person. Welcome. It is November 2nd, 2020. So, there's ones and twos and zeros, of course, in that date. So, if you're into numerology, look into it. It feels good. It's got um, it's got the number 11 in there as well as 22. And those are master numbers. So, uh, yeah, good stuffs. Anyway, if you're interested, that's something to look into. There is a lot out there. So what are you learning? I think we all should be focusing on learning something that you, it excites us, entertains us some sort of hobby that enthralls us, uh, creativity of some sort. So yeah, look into that. Anyway, how are you doing today? It was a very active weekend astrologically, which we'll talk a little bit more about in the astrology portion of the podcast. And we're in November, which is great because once we get through November, get through December, you know, uh, I believe the tension uh, energy and the uh, stressful aspects that we've been dealing with in 2020, there will be a bit of a hangover from it all, but things considerably lighten quite a bit. That's what I'm looking forward to, peeps. I think we all are. Now, what I want to talk about in the beginning portion of this podcast, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not, I don't really know, except to say that I am considering putting out special themed podcasts covering such things as anger, healing anger, healing fear. That's a big one. I mean, It's been said that anger is fear, a form of it. Fear, I think, is the foundation, perhaps, to all all of the negative, heavy vibe emotions. I think they all can be sort of like connected to fear in some way. So fear is a biggie with us all, no doubt. So... What are you doing to help heal your fear? Because it's an individual thing. And we all have, you know, we have fears that fall under the category of fear. (laughs) So anyway, there's plenty to pick from, I'm sure, in our individual lives. So choose something that you want to heal. How do you know if you want to heal it? Because you want to transform it. You want to change it. There's something happening in your life that you're not happy with. Okay? For whatever reason. And it runs the gamut. Uh, But to move forward and to step into living our best lives, that means healing a bunch of stuff, transforming stuff, changing certain things. And if anything... 2020 has taught us all how to hopefully better handle change 
not just 2020, but 2020 is the apex, it seems. Um, you know, once we're through this, I think the ability to handle change is something that we're all um, a bit better at, hmm? at least used to, <laughs> because change has always been a biggie for, for everyone. It's like the number one stress, but it's so ironic because it's also one of the few constants in life is change. That's just about the only thing you can rely on. Living a life of change and through change, and then we die. <laughs> Those are two like certainties. So why fear it? You know, if life is change, I don't know. It just makes sense to sort of say, well, okay, if I'm faced with different situations every day, which is living, you know, even if, hmm, this is a very, this is a very interesting topic. Because one could argue, even if you live a very secluded life, and particularly right now with quarantine, I mean, I believe in Europe, there's like a month long quarantine um, that has uh, gone into effect again for the second wave. So um, even if one is secluded, we still um, experience change, I think. So, I mean, I'm just thinking of people who perhaps live their lives in very small towns and they, they've been working the same job for many, many years, their whole life. And I'm sure they have a very steadfast sort of routine. So the idea of change like to them wow it's it's um it's interesting to think of i never really like considered it but that can be very hard i imagine wow so um i think from an early age i kind of figured out that life has changed. So I sort of made a decision early on to work with, you know, whatever comes my way or however I see the best way forward. If that includes moving or ending certain relationships that have become toxic. And, you know, it's so funny because that's a phrase that's been thrown around a lot, particularly nowadays or in, um, you know, modern times toxic relationships that become toxic and it's sort of like what does that mean well it means a lot of things one of them is uh, a relationship that like stifles you or doesn't allow growth anymore like positive growth and that that can happen in like so many of our relationships so the way I see it is that sometimes relationships, I mean, they are their own thing, right? So sometimes we're, we're like closer and more involved with people. And other times we go through like a, a new chapter or a new part of our, you know, life book where um, 
were perhaps more di- distant, but then it circles back, it can circle back around again. I mean, sometimes there's this whole dance where we're closer to others at certain times and then we're not as close. So it's just important, I think, to keep in mind that there aren't, there's nothing like written in stone about how relationships need to go. Uh, that's why it's important for us as individuals to be personally empowered to be able to go where we want and feel pulled to go oh my gosh one of the there's that whole thing about like living some people they just sort of um get caught up in other people's expectations of how they should live their lives that that makes me sad that just you know it makes me other things too but it makes me sad uh because You know, I remember many years ago, um, I grew up in Pittsburgh, and that's where I had my formative years. Uh, My family moved there uh, to Fox Chapel, which was a wealthy suburb of Pittsburgh, uh, when I was in fifth grade. And then I lived in that house until college, until after I left uh, for college. So it was my formative years, and that's where I went to high school and had my you know my teen years so I'm getting off track (laughs) there's lots of stories to tell from back then but I moved away and I was living my life and I think where was I at that time I uh, ended up moving at some point down to North Carolina and out to San Francisco I was living in San Francisco at that time. And I went back to the Pittsburgh area because my best friend from when I was young through high school, she had her first baby, I think, or I mean, she had already had the baby. And I believe it was his uh, like first birthday or something. Hmm. (laughs) I have to like wipe the cobwebs off my memory. Um, So what I'm trying to get to (laughs) is at that party, one of my old high school friends, he was like, wow, that is so cool that you moved, you know, to this city and you're going to school and you're doing all this stuff. And it, he was just in this wistful admiration that I you know, got out of Pittsburgh because he ended up working for a company, um, you know, for his dad, I think. Now, this subject is so complex because it's not all like cut and dried one way or the other. Um, There can be wonderful... Um, you know, emotions, situations, life coming from family. So it's like, you know, oh gosh. All I remember is at the time witnessing what he said and the energy of it. And I thought, well, do it. (laughs) I mean, like, Do what you can to get you closer to feeling 
and doing what you want to do in that way. Now, that's a very complicated sounding sentence, but it simply means, like everything else, it runs the gamut in terms of solutions. But the, the one solution isn't to quit everything, you know, abandon the family and move out and like pursue your dream or whatever, or quit everything, take the family with you and move and pursue your dream. It can be like you find a form. I don't know what it is he wanted to do or what exactly he was yearning for in his heart, but perhaps there was something locally that he could do. He could take classes. He could like transition into this new job. He could say, dad, look, I'm going to put effort into finding someone else worthwhile and worthy and who's a good replacement for me, but I'm really feeling strongly that I want to go in this direction. You know what I'm saying? I know I and I know you feel me because it makes so much sense right so there is, there are healthy solutions to problems and it might take time and effort sure <laughs> that seems to be part of the whole thing um, you know when you put in the time and you put in the effort and you're authentic and you're as calm and balanced dur, 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 as possible there you go good results happen sure it might be hard work but what's the alternative think about that okay that is it for my talk this morning I hope that was helpful to you all there's more stuff to come <laughs> in terms of um, talks I think I'm gonna tell some more stories about my life because I've had qu quite a few stories related to um, anger, anger issues, drugs, alcohol, uh, healing through sex abuse, although those, you know, those will be very specific podcasts, I think, because they can be very triggery. Um, uh, empower, personal empowerment and finding that love, heartbreak. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> more good stuffs to come from me peeps stay tuned and let's switch to the astrology do, do, do. and healing through all of that stuff that's what I want to emphasize the way forward toward positive healing and transformation through life's muck and yuck Yay! All right, November 2nd. We have the Sun Quintile Pluto. That makes sense because I feel very inspired right now and I'm talking about transformation and change. The Sun is in Scorpio where Pluto rules. Scorpio is very Plutonian, all about life cycles, endings, beginnings, death, rebirth, uh, intimacy, power control issues shadow side stuff it's also about shared resources and more <laughs> a phoenix rising from the ashes so the sun is there quintiles are inner places of genius within that we normally can't see but other people can see plainly 
So be sort of conscious of where your talents lie, okay? Within, because we all have talents. We all have natural talents that we're born with and we just have and learned skills. So pay a little bit more attention to like what that is when it comes to you. All right, Uranus, um, no, why am I talking about Uranus? I will talk about that in a moment because that was uh, Saturday. But let me pull back to the Sun Quintile Pluto and Pluto is in Capricorn. Pluto's the transformation, sa- shadow side stuff, you know, um, power control. So uh, Capricorn is hard work. Again, as you probably well know, work ethic who we are in the world, our reputation, relationship to authority figures, large and small, long-term career goals. So transform yourself, peeps, to be able to move forward with long-term goals, right? Long-term goals. I was talking about that. The fact that this dude, this friend from my teen years, he was all wistful and wanting something in his life. And that doesn't go away. That kind of yearning, that doesn't go away. And so it's really important that we pay attention to that stuff and work towards it in a healthy, you know, calm, balanced way. For um, grounded all in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all, remember? And link up with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. That's super important, particularly for highly sensitives. Whether you're more specifically religious or generally spiritual good is good god is good okay what else so the uranus thing happened on saturday and that was sun opposite uranus so what i did not mention is that that full moon that was going on in taurus that is was also involved in the whole thing so like that sun opposite uranus was supercharged because <laughs> it was part of the full moon So you probably had some kind of epiphany or there might have been, you know, something happening on the inner, which is good because the sun was also quintile Jupiter and Jupiter's the great benefic good luck planet. So be on the lookout for that peeps. Look for the blessings because it makes it a hard, uh, it makes it a lot harder to find them and to see them and to know them and to accept them if we aren't even paying attention. So, um, upcoming, we have Mercury going direct tomorrow. Yes, that is right. So Mercury is stationed right about now. Before it goes direct, it always stops. And then it's pretty powerful (laughs) during that time. So still be very conscious of the fact that Mercury retrograde is going on and double check things when it comes to communication double check that to make sure you're being understood correctly and uh you know that's a big thing my husband he is english as a second language speaker he's german he was uh you know born and raised in germany and he uh we have arguments <laughs> where we totally misunderstand each other it's such a trip to like actually come to that realization after arguing heatedly for many minutes coming to a place where it's like oh you think I think this 
you know, and um, having to go back and just like dissect it all and do a freaking autopsy on the argument. Oh, it's so exhausting. But <laughs> there's something worthwhile there for both of us. Um, it it really, really taught me uh, the importance of making sure that you're being understood correctly or I don't know what, but just having patience when it comes to communication. Um, it's always a good, that is a good thing to learn, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> That's like PhD work right there. Gosh, having patience when it comes to communications with loved ones. Oh my word. I, uh, I'm like giving myself a face palm. It, it sounds so cliche and cheesy because the the truth of the matter is that is so hard patience is hard patience is a virtue all right looking out over the week we've got um mercury square saturn oh hello (laughs) so like that happens on the sixth but Mercury's also going to be sort of more intense because it's moving direct. So squares are frustrating or stressful aspects that ask for some sort of action on our parts. So hard work. Keep working it, peeps. Work it, work it, work it. It ain't over. <laughs> Still happening. And then we have the Sun quintile Saturn on the same day. So that's good. Inner places of genius, skills and talents, be conscious of it. Okay, enough with that voice. (laughs) Enough with that voice. Let's move on to guidance cards now. I am grounding them in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. And I'll do some conscious breathing as I do that. I encourage you to take a moment and clear your mind as well. And... I will be back shortly. Thank you. Guidance cards for listeners. Um, please flip the, the card over entirely or flip it out. Please. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two, Major Arcana, Inner Voice, which is the High Priestess. Ooh. And this is a very meditative healing card. Remember, it has moon imagery as well as full moon. Two meditating faces. Third eye chakra is emphasized. There is water imagery, dolphins, crystals, plant life, healing colors. Oh, it's just gorgeous. Sparkling light. And 
so yeah, remember the benefits in going within and uh, connecting in that way and uh, clearing our minds. Clearing our minds is so important. You know, I don't really like to call it meditation because I think it people don't know what that means. <laughs> and there's like a bad connotation with the word meditation. Meditation! So, uh, yeah, it's just taking a moment to breathe and like clear your head. Nothing's wrong with that. Ooh, and the next card that that had uh, fallen out that I turned over is Four of Cups turning in. And this card always speaks to me of meditation because it quite literally features a woman who is sitting there meditating. And it's got water imagery and flowers. Uh, on. She's wearing a beautiful garment that has flowers on it. And she's got this healing colorful aura around her that is sort of dissolving these voices. She also has kind of like these misty faces with open mouths and like hands reaching out and stuff. And it, it signifies all of the chattering and action and thoughts that tug on our minds all the time. And she's sitting there meditating and it is just dissolving this stuff away. It's a beautiful, beautiful card. Now, Four of Cups in the traditional Rider Waite. That means we're feeling like, uh, like really sort of like bored with life, not very enthused. And this individual is kind of meditating. I mean, they're sitting under a tree and they're just chilling out and they're looking at these three cups and they're kind of like, uh, but what they don't see is a fourth cup that's being offered by God, universal energy floating there <laughs> next to them, but they don't see it because it's off to the side. So be conscious of where you are putting your focus right now. So both of these cards, very highly meditative. Um, all right, let's continue. <laughs> and I guess this is just sort of insight as to what is good to focus on to get us through this time. Inner voice and turning in, peeps. Meditation. There's that expression, meditation or medication. <laughs> Isn't that cheeky? But uh, there's something to it. There is something to it. Calming ourselves down, being able to do that. Are you kidding me? When, when we calm ourselves down, that affects everything in our whole body. That affects chemicals, like synopses in the brain and stuff. So it's really important to be able to do that. Think of it as like an engine running on high. You don't want it to, you want it, the engine to be able to idle um, in a healthy way or, you know, like engines that just run on high all the time explode. Hmm. That's a good metaphor for people who lose their temper. I can't stand when people lose their temper. I think it's like watching a baby poop itself in a diaper. That's what it's like to me, honestly. I mean, people 
I think of a certain age should have a certain emotional maturity and be able to handle it properly. Because the situation is the situation. There's ways to get things done in a healthy way. But losing, you know, losing one's shit and just, you know, basically throwing emotional feces around. No thanks. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Not acceptable. All right. While I'm doing my little rant there, uh, the... Number 10, Major Arcana, Wheel of Fortune card uh, fell out, and it is titled Change. And this card definitely denotes, or is it connotes, I don't know, um, a meaning of things changing for the better. So, hey, let's all look for it, because... You know, put, we'll put out the welcome mat for it because that makes it easier. It makes everything easier. <laughs> so, yeah, change. Change was the whole theme of what I was talking about in the beginning of the podcast. Uh, I always have framed change in my life as something changing for the better. Like, always. Even when it seems like it's not. Um, so, hmm. you know... Particularly when changes have to happen because, you know, someone's lost a job or um, the family's low on money. So certain, um, you know, my husband and I were, we still are financially strapped. And to us, I mean, but that being said, we're doing better than a lot of people too. So there's a lot to be grateful for. But we sold our home and moved into an RV many years ago, four and a half years ago or so now. Um, and that decision was uh, a, a lot of it had to do with financial reasons. And it was a very sound decision. And we've had an, am- an amazing time uh, RVing. There's a wonderful community of RVers out there, peeps. So I totally offer that as a solution for people who are financially struggling. Um, There are resources. There's a guy named Bob Wells who runs a website, rvliving.com. He also has a YouTube channel. He offers so many wonderful resources for people and um, good advice. And it's a great, you know, I got to tell you, there's so uh, much adventure and... um, positive experiences to have too when traveling and it 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 gives people uh, more exposure to nature as well there's a lot of good you know I should do maybe its own podcast (laughs) the benefits of RVing Um, my husband and I were lucky enough to be able to purchase a plot of land and so we have the best of both worlds now we have like a home base and we also have, we can still travel. And if one is able to, to work from, you know, um, anywhere that has an internet connection, that's a great benefit. That's, that can be a, a, a great, great benefit in today's world. So, like I said, hopefully more information about all this 
uh, in the coming week. While I went on that little spiel, the star card flipped over. Number 17, titled Silence. So this is pretty phenomenal, peeps. Four cards, three of them are major arcana. Um, and this one is also a highly, highly meditative card. So three of them full-on featuring meditative figures. This is a meditative face in the sky uh, in outer space with a full moon as the third eye chakra. And there's a lake. It's, it features a lake with like a woodsy kind of mountainous background. And uh, so the lake is reflective of, the, of space. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite cards, not only in the Osho Zen Tarot, but in the traditional Rider Waite. It's, it's a blessing from God. It's wish coming true. The star is what illuminates the lantern of the hermit. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, the hermit kind of peeked out earlier, bottom of the deck, which is related to the whole turning in meditation kind of theme as well. Oh, here's the hermit again. <laughs> I just flipped over the remaining cards and uh, hermit's bottom of the deck here too. So I think my reading might be over. Um, let me check something. Yeah, I think that's it, peeps. Um, so, I hope, let me, let me look at some of the cards, too, that are along here with the Hermit. Um, the Hierophant, the Fool. Yeah, as we move forward, starting fresh with certain things, because we're all, hey, there's new beginnings in some way, shape, or form. Remember the importance of healthy connection with loved ones and, you know, focus on learning, focus on um, healing, positive change that takes time, that takes effort and be patient and gentle with ourselves as we're doing it, but still, you know, kick yourself in the butt a bit that's necessary as well. All right. I think that's it for now. <laughs> that feels like a good, you know, final uh, word. Kick yourself in the butt. Make it happen, peeps. So stay tuned for more stuff. Look up rvmpath.com for free downloadable pamphlets on all sorts of stuff. Um, there's Affirmation Bear and Astrology Bear on Alexa through Amazon. RV Empath on Insta. Good stuff's to come. Thank you for staying tuned. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.